Let's get all sorted. I'm James. And I'm Jeff. Today we look at Lego and disability. As always, if you want to check out links to everything we're talking about today, head over to BreakingDads.com. 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 Uh, you can also leave us comments there, or you can find us on Twitter. I'm at StillSorting. And if you like what we're doing, please let someone else know about our podcast. Spread the word however you would like. We are extremely grateful. We've seen it happening, and it's awesome. We appreciate it. Yes. Yeah. So... This week, we're just straight up right into Lego and disability. We really like to pick the light topics. I noticed that. <laughs> and all sorted, don't we? Uh, well, uh, this all started because uh, Lego created quite a, st a stir at the Nuremberg International Toy Fair in Germany uh, this January with the first public display of the set 60134 Fun in the Park City People Pack. Um, pictures from this started popping up in articles all around the world. Now, what caused this amazing worldwide media explosion? Let's take a look at the headlines, shall we? All right. Uh, very common headlines were things along the lines of Lego unveils its first ever wheelchair character or Lego unveils first ever disabled minifigure. Okay. Cle clearly, this is a big step for the world's largest toy company. And I don't want to minimize what Lego is doing here, but I do think we need to look at how this is being reported. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's take a look at Lego unveils its first ever wheelchair character. Okay. That is true. Mm. If you don't count this Legoland set from 1975, uh, set 363 Hospital, back when they were really good at naming sets. Yeah. Uh, and basically, uh, this was pointed out to me by fellow Canadian and listener uh, Jean-Philippe Sirois. <laughs> I'm not good with names. We apologize in advance. Again, uh, you can find him as at uh, JP underscore S-I-R-O-I-S on Twitter. He's fun to follow, so follow him. Uh, but yep, he uh, tweeted me this set, and it is indeed from 1975. It's from the Legoland line with the Legoland minifigures, and there is a person in a wheelchair. So not a disability, exactly. No. In a brick-built In wheelchair. a hospital setting, although they really do need uh, the wheelchair because their body is ripped in half. Well, they also need it because they, they don't have faces. That's right. So they've got a lot of problems. Or arms. Hospital. Yeah, I don't know. It is trouble. I agree. Like, that is, like, who's doing the surgeries here? This is some horror That could explain story. why this woman ended up with her legs in front of her. Yeah. <laughs> Just sort of offset. Why do we let you drive a car? Why? What are you in for? Huh? Offset body. Offset body. Yeah. So, uh, um, that, but it was a brick-built wheelchair. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And they thought, wow, what a good idea that was, which is why 50 years later... Is that right? 40. 40 years later, I'm good at math. In 2015, they gave us a Duplo set, uh, 45010 Community People set. Hmm. Um, and this did not go over very well no. uh, as this featured a, a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. And the person they put in the wheelchair was an old man, hmm. which um, they took a lot of flack for, for sort of the stereotypical wheelchairs are for people that break their leg or are just old. Right. Which is... Not really the case. No. I guess if you go, you're hanging around a hospital. Mm -hmm. Yeah, then that, that is the case. But outside of the hospital setting uh, yes, or there, the old folks home. Exactly. There are many people that use wheelchairs that are that don't have broken bones or are old. Yeah. Uh, but there's two examples of wheelchairs they made before this upcoming wheelchair. Mm -hmm. um, the other headline, Lego reveals first ever disabled minifigure. Mm. Now, that is also true. 
if you don't count the dozens of disabled minifigures they've made over the years uh, with either prosthetic legs or hands or uh, often sight issues. Yeah. Um, the uh, Paul K. Longmore Institute on Disability blog has a great article on Lego's long history of making disabled minifigures. Uh, they call the classic pirate minifigure a disability action figure with its hook hand, eye patch, and peg leg. It's funny. That was the first thing that came to mind when I thought of this yeah. topic. I was thinking, oh, yeah, well, there's the pirate there. Yeah, he's uh, he's definitely had to adapt in life. He has. Yeah. Not your typical uh, disability figure that you would think of, though, as we don't normally see him uh, all the time in life. No. I don't encounter him at the grocery store. No. And if you did, you'd think, you've made some choices here. Like <laughs> Those are bold choices. Like, you have to ask, are, do you have the... Do you, are you wearing the pirate hat because of the peg leg and the hook? Or did you get the peg leg and the hook because of the pirate hat? And what about the pirate or the yes, parrot? parrot. That's just, yeah. Maybe it's an assistance parrot. It could be. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, if, uh, so, okay. If Lego has made characters in wheelchairs and disabled minifigures before, what makes this particular set with its boy in a wheelchair such a big deal? Hmm. Uh, and, uh, well, I guess as we were talking about, Lego's previous disabled figures come from the world of fantasy. That's a right? big one. Yeah, pirates have peg legs and hook hands not to re represent people living with disability, but rather just as tropes of the genre. And I think that's an important distinction. Mm -hmm. uh, and Lego's previous use of wheelchairs in sets were all about the, their temporary use, either due to injury or old age, hmm. right? Um, the Fun in the Park set shows a definite shift in tone. Uh, now you've got a boy who happens to be in a wheelchair out for a day of fun in the park. Yeah, I think even the name of the set that... Uh... You know, they really went, um, they really thought that one out. Like, yes. They, they put, oh, they're like, okay, how, what are we going to call this? Fun in the park, city people pack. Yeah. So he's, he's having fun in the park, he, just like everybody else. And he's part of the city people. Yeah. So they, yeah, very inclusive uh, title to the set. Very inclusive idea. The wheels move. Yes. That's, that's, that was An a upgrade, major yes, complaint. Yes. Over the Duplo. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's awesome. That's a good set too. And also I, this one, you can swap out any characters. So if you want to include one of the other characters yep. as having a disability, away you go. Yeah, exactly. You now have a wheelchair part that you can use mm -hmm. any way you'd like. Um, so uh, I guess the big question is why has Lego chosen to include this minifigure in this set at this time? Now, uh, the easy answer would be to quote our new Canadian prime minister mm. because it's 2016. Yeah, I think so. Uh, now, unfortunately, life, especially when you're dealing with a multi-billion dollar international company, is rarely that simple. So let's look at how Lego may have arrived at this decision. Okay. Okay. As we enter the speculation portion. <laughs> this is our, our forte. Our patented speculation <laughs> portion of the episode. Um, some people feel Lego was pressured into including a disabled minifigure by uh, special interest groups. Uh, groups like Toys Like Me, um, which we link to their Facebook page. Uh, they started to petition to uh, have Lego begin making minifigs that could represent the 150 million children worldwide living with disabilities, hmm. um, which is not a bad thing to try to pressure a company into doing, I yeah. would say. Um, you could also look at the negative reaction Lego received in 2015 for the Duplo wheelchair, uh, and that might have put Lego in a position where they had to make a disabled character to erase the bad publicity they'd gotten. Hmm. How much is Lego really swayed by public opinion? 
Well, well quite a lot, actually. Yeah, because if you look at uh, the the Lego Research Institute with the female science minifigures, yeah. which just flew off the shelves super quick, yeah. um, that was part of a huge debate around Lego and gender, which right. led to them including a lot more female minifigs um, in every set. So, you know, if you buy a spaceship uh, set, you're going to have a female astronaut. Yeah. Um, have also, they moved beyond tokenism in well, the sets? Yeah. <laughs> That's a debate I think that can still continue on. Or uh, Lego's response to Ai Weiwei uh, wanting to buy bulk Lego. That yep. they, they quickly changed. Well, not quickly. Lego never does anything super quick. Because I think a lot of organizations would have put out a press statement the next day. Mm -hmm. And would have went, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, you know what? We made a mistake. Let's fix this. Boom, done. Let's move on. Yeah. Lego's like, hmm, let us get the... Uh, the, the secret chamber of uh, Lego elders together, and that will take a few months, and then we'll come to a conclusion. And yeah. Then we will. That being said, it's nice that they aren't, uh, I think that's evidence that they aren't just swayed by public opinion and it's, make snap they decisions. They really yeah. do think, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and uh, they seem to be open to criticism and not deflect it all of the time. Right. That doesn't mean they don't do it some of the time. <laughs> but yeah. uh, they will listen and go, hey, you know what? we can change things. Maybe we could do things a little differently here. Yeah. And it, it, like you said, because it's not a snap decision, I don't get the sense it purely from a sales driven perspective. Mm -hmm. They're thinking what they, I imagine they think about legacy and they think about doing the right thing as a toy company. Yeah. And how people, they know they've got, they, they've had longevity. They would like to continue to have longevity and they know they will be judged in the decades to come mm -hmm. by these decisions. So let's get it right now. Exactly. Um, yeah, and I think as a privately held company, there tends to be more of uh, more thought put into, um, hey, we've built a factory here, and we're employing a lot of people, and we would like to continue to have this factory and those people working for as long as they want. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's not to say Lego isn't sometimes uh, swayed by uh, sales. Yes. Uh, and so no, you could true. argue Lego created this minifigure and put it in this set knowing it would draw a lot of attention and therefore would sell really, really well. Um, uh, so that would be, I guess, the, the uh, cynical argument. You can go, hey, Lego had great success with the Research Institute. Yeah. Uh, maybe they wanted to make another splash. I think they just don't have, you know, it's going to sell well whether they want it to or not, so they can't avoid this. Well, and again, I, I you know, whenever people talk about like, oh, they did it because it'll sell well, like Lego has a bunch of factories running at full capacity yeah. all of the time and they still couldn't keep Lego on the shelves worldwide this Christmas. Right, exactly, yeah. Selling things is not their problem. No. Making enough <laughs> to sell is the problem. Exactly. Um, so I'd say that's uh, one of the reasons. Uh, also, um, the other couple reasons this argument doesn't hold up, uh, if Lego was prepared for an onslaught of media attention on the set, they sure didn't show it. Um, they didn't have any images or a press release ready to go at the start of the toy fair hmm. about this set. Um, and that's why, you know, every article on this, uh, this set, you see the same few images that were taken by a, a Lego blog on the first day of the show. Right. That's it. There's no Lego taking the glamour shots in a beautiful light box to give you a really good look at the minifigure. Yeah, yeah. It's the same pictures over and over. Um, and two, I would argue Lego had no reason to believe that adding a wheelchair to a set would automatically make a set sell. In fact, Lego has a lot of data available to them that just proves the opposite. Hmm. Um, over the years, Lego Ideas has had dozens of projects that feature wheelchairs. None of these projects has ever reached the 10,000 votes needed to move the, to the review stage. In fact, only one has managed to pass the 5,000 vote mark. 
Um, and it's a very nice set. Hmm. But it's still stalled out at 6,800 votes. All told, are they are they generally... I don't know these ones. Are they generally nice sets? Or is it... Was <laughs> like it everything on Lego gesture, Ideas. Or what was no, the response? No. Um, the, the one that got the 6,800, uh, we'll link to it on the, the uh, website again. Hmm. Um, it's, uh, it's quite a nice set. It basically is a brick-built wheelchair, a gentleman in it, and uh, it's by a um, uh, handicap ramp. Excess, hmm. you know to move places right. <laughs> to get into places um and it's, it looks really well put together i guess it wasn't part of a larger theme or a larger thing no no mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't one of these ones that would have been prohibitively expensive if it uh, came out um yeah. now a lot of the wheelchair ones there are ones that are bare bones ideas or bizarre executions uh, yeah. but that's true of everything in Lego yeah. ideas <laughs> Um, even, uh, the toys like me campaign did, uh, a Santa Claus in a wheelchair set, um, with a couple, and even that only got a few thousand votes. Hmm. Um, and that's with the 20,000 people that signed the petition. It was linked to directly from the petition. Wow. Yeah. And Stephen Merchant, uh, tweeted out about that set to his tens of thousands of followers and still could only muster, couldn't even muster 5,000 votes. So, um, again, I don't think Lego thought, uh, hey, wheelchairs equals cash dollars, y'all. Mostly because I don't think anyone at Lego has ever said (laughs) y'all. Yeah, so um, that's the sort of cynical arguments for why they did it. Mm. Um, I would like to believe that this was a genuine attempt by Lego to increase diversity in the minifigure population. Um, but the only way we're able to know if that's true or not is to see what Lego does going forward, hmm. right? Um, now that Lego has a wheelchair mold, will the piece start showing up in more sets? Right. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I would hope so. Yeah. A, a good example of it, uh, how it could go wrong is if you look at, uh, Barbie, right? Do you remember, uh, share a smile, Becky, Barbie's friend in a wheelchair? I do not. No. Uh, it's okay if you don't remember though, cause she was, she was released in 1997 and then never seen again. Huh. Um, I hope our new Lego friend gets to do more than spend one day at a park. Yeah. Wow. Uh, if three years from now we look back and see that the only uh, only one disabled minifigure appeared in one set, you can go ahead and call it a cynical attempt at a cash grab, and they've done it and they've moved on. Um, they just wanted the press and the money. Um, I, for one, would love to see a modular building set with accessibility built in and a minifig in a wheelchair to more accurately represent the world I see outside my door. Yeah. Uh, or, hey, how about a Lego superhero set with a bystander minifig that happens to have uh, forearm crutches? I think with, you know, if you just look at, I mean, Lego reflects to a certain extent the world around us mm-hmm. with, like, say, Lego City. Yeah. And they have, you know, the, the bits of the city. All modern cities have building codes that have yes. disability regulations written into them. So if you're going to be creating, quote unquote, cities, mm-hmm. those cities, you know, they try to semi represent a kind of reality. Well, that is a big chunk of building design now mm-hmm. is how do we deal with disability? Absolutely. Uh, you, yeah, it's it's just a, it's it, done. It's it, decades. It done. would be a challenge in a modular build to have complete accessibility. Right. Um, because Lego's dimensions are weird. Right. They're taller than they are wide. So things yeah. tend to get a weird. And you see that in a lot of buildings. That's also reflects in reality. Absolutely. There's a lot of buildings that have done a lot of really weird things to deal with uh, retrofitting accessibility mm-hmm. or just re- design restraints. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's a design issue. And yeah. You're good at design Lego. So that's right. I, I do not believe there's a design challenge 
uh, Lego and its designers couldn't overcome. No. Uh, so let's see it. Yeah, I, it, it would be interesting from a design standpoint that if uh, they're that's just a building regulation. Yeah, I mean they've got all the restraints they have. This is just one more yep. restraint. We'll see. Yeah, um, I'm skeptical. Me too. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm skeptical, but I'm hopeful that Lego will continue to add diversity to its lineup. Uh, maybe a, a blind minifigure with a seeing eye dog, um, or maybe a minifigure with a, a cochlear implant. Hmm. Um, although since minifigures don't have ears, that one might be tough to do. <laughs> that, that may be. Uh, I, for one thing, this is a step in the right direction for Lego, and I hope it's a sign of things to come. My hope is that in a few years, seeing disabled minifigs in a set will become common enough that no one really notices or cares. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, so that's our take on it. Uh, what do you think out there in listener land? Uh, has Lego done enough to add diversity to the Lego world, or would you like to see Lego go farther? Uh, let us know. You can leave a comment again on BreakingDads.com or hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Still Sorting. Until next time, I've been James. And I'm still Jeff.